time once again for Sports Sidebar, covering sports for Northeast Ohio and sometimes even a little outside that area. Sports Sidebar, where we prove that a little knowledge is dangerous, but even less knowledge makes it a little easier to fill an hour. And now on to our hosts, Captain Bill and Dave. And good Tuesday afternoon to you all, and uh, it is not Captain Bill and Dave. Captain Bill is on assignment, <clears throat> as he likes to think. Anyway, in... Uh, Having a Mai Tai problem. He's in Arizona. He, he actually catches a ton of games. And if the Indians aren't playing, he'll go catch... Uh, I guess they're close to where the Cubbies are, too. So you he know, catches it, the Cubbies. It was only in the upper 50s there yesterday. Oh, I feel so I, bad I, for them. They, they had... I've, I've watched them on television. They had uh, coats on. I feel so bad for them. But uh, that's where Captain sitting in once again, Tim Davison. Thanks, Tim. Who? Oh, okay, that's me. <laughs> and uh, resident expert on, on on the tribe and on the uh, the calves because we only don't too come. kind, David. What's that? You're too kind. No, 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 no. I'm three kind. I okay. am. I am. <laughs> Two of a kind, three of a kind. Talking about Vegas. <laughs> but we're uh, uh, when. We're really kind of looking at the Cavs, Tim's one, but you know, and baseball as well. But I, I did want to bring up maybe we'll kick it off with here uh, because Bill and I, and Bill, his as this, as the spring has opened and the players become more and more vocal, he thinks that you know maybe you should take the World Series away from Houston. Uh, it's symbolic more than anything else, or it puts that asterisk on there. You know? I would do the asterisk. Because taking it away is not going to change anything. It doesn't change anything. But the asterisk is always there. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we were kind of getting started. We stopped so that we would be here. And Mm -hmm. you didn't think that was necessarily such a big thing. It's it's like so many other things in life. I mean, and I won't get deep into this, but it's like politics or like corruption in business. It's so widespread. It's not right. But where do you draw the line? And what are you going to do? How are you going to change it? It's so ingrained, uh, cheating in baseball. Yeah, I think they need to come by, come down on it for one main reason, the integrity of the game. If they want mm-hmm. people to believe that – if people all thought it was the baseball was all BS, and I won't use the words, I promise, you know, disingenuous, they'd lose fans and they would no longer have a viable business. You know, if this is all phony anyway, oh, who cares? I mean, I think a lot of us are that way in politics, regardless of who you believe in support. A lot of us think there's a lot of phoniness out there, but you know, the problem is there is. And baseball really better nip it in the bud because, Hey, this is, and I hate saying this cause you know, I'm not a fan. It's a football universe. Yes. Football's the big deal. And really, number two, from what I understand, worldwide is soccer. I didn't right, know that. Right. Not here, maybe, but worldwide. Baseball is, you know, right there with basketball kind of teetering on the edge. Right. It's a slow sport, and I don't care how many stupid rules they change. Changing the games from two minutes, or two hours and 55 minutes to two hours and 25 minutes. Or 30 is not going to get a 17-year-old interested in it. No, no. You're either going to have to grow up with it and love it. My boys grew up with playing baseball, so they do love it. And we're over over 50. But my point is... (laughs) Clear your throat there, Tim. Yeah, really. (laughs) I think it's more from a PR standpoint they need to... It's the right thing to do to get the cheating out of sports, but it's also the smart thing to do 
financially. Well, it does that make sense? It, well, it you know does what I'm because doesn't that legitimize the fact that hey, this isn't a real sport or whatever? It's slow and all. Yeah, this. it makes it look phony and contrived. And, and everybody in baseball, from what I understand, knew about this. But nobody but said people anything. have been complaining, and for uh, whatever— Privately, private. Private, okay, hey, but, but not publicly. And finally, where does it all come out? Was it— a, Mike Flyers, is that his name? He was a pitcher for Detroit, ended up— uh, had been with Houston and then signed as a free agent with, I think, Oakland. He's the one okay. that spoke out, and he, he's the one that started. He's, he and his wife have been getting death threats. I'm sure. Oh, man, what I'm a sure. crazy world we're in. I have an but, expression, but, you know, David. We're in crazy land. We are in cra- so many ways. <laughs> now, now you're trying this, to do the right thing, and we, they're we, threatening to kill you. Because, because oh, with, with this, they used actually electronic devices to steal signals. And I, and I understand, as a ball player, you're trying to get the signal as you're running bases and such. But you're there on the field, and you're looking, and you're trying to eyesight it and figure it out using electronic devices but, and t- but, trash cans. You know, right? And and in order to See what it is, interpret it, and get the word out to. Because let's face it, you and I could never hit a fastball or mm. a changeup. People probably it's hard <laughs> enough when you know what's coming. Right, but but if you're a professional and you don't know that a changeup is coming, that's you know f- 15 miles an hour slower than a, a, a fastball that you think is coming. You're not. You're you're gone. Mike Clevenger, the Indians pitcher, unfortunately he's temporarily injured for a month or so, again, uh, made a point, and he said, think of the players who might have had only one chance. They were called up for the minors, and they played the Astros, and the Astros cheated, yeah, and it caused them, uh, for their pitcher, uh, to have a bad outing, and they ended up being sent down to the minors and never came up again. That could have affected their entire career. Think of the fans of the teams uh, that Houston played, and maybe even Boston too. Think of the teams like the Indians that were one game from getting in the postseason. Think of the millions of dollars that team lost because they didn't make it to the postseason because Houston cheated and beat them. Three right. games out of four, or whatever. Right. I mean, it's it's more it's financial too, but it's I think for the good of the game, they need to nip it in the bud. And they they and, haven't done it to this point. And neither the the firings or the apologies have done it. And Manfred has but, to but do what, something. What, what, what is do? he going to do? You put the asterisk and move on. You know. And just what they need to do is, like, you worked in companies where you don't go out and tell all your customers, hey, we screwed up this and this and this. So you have an in-office meeting. Hey, we screwed this up. Let's fix it. No more of this crap. Yeah. And then it's over with. They need to do that inside, inside the industry. They don't have to publicize it. Just say this crap is done. Because one of the, I think it was one of the A's so, pitchers is actually suing them because yeah. technically he, he lost his career over. That might be flyers. Yeah. One had, he and his wife had their death threats, threatening their kids. Yeah. It's right, they're freaking little kids and yeah. going to school. <laughs> Nothing shocks me. But, anymore. but see, <laughs> it, it, it's no better on any level. I, I'll just give you this example. My, my grandson is playing basketball, and he's not a, a super competitive guy, but he's, he's, he's tall for his age, and he, he, he wants to do well. And he, the game is different when he's in. He, he, he doesn't, he, he gets some rebounds, he doesn't do a lot of shooting, but the game, you, you could tell when he's not into when he's in. Well, there's been enough complaints from other parents to the commissioner before, because last weekend, last weekend was the, the championship game in this, for the winter season. 
they said they wanted him thrown out because he intimidates kids. He is a bully and his, their kids are, you know, he's a bully and he's bullying them in school and that they, uh, um, uh, the kids are having anxiety over him. Okay. Which one, none of that is true. Secondly, my son made one response to them because my son is coaching the team. He says, um, did you look to see that those kids that are saying that he's bullying them in school don't even go to the same school as him? He's in public school. They're in private school. The parents are doing this to get him thrown out because he was a bit of a threat to them. These are parents. No, there's a that, reason. It does not shock me. There's a little, there's a reason Little League, they can't get people to officiate umpire games because parents are so vicious towards the umpires. Has it been that, that way they for feel, years? Or it's, it has been. Well, since okay. my boys were playing, and it's maybe worse than that now. That's crazy. And, and. We're crazy, uh, people land. Want to say, people want to say that we're passionate about our sports, but it's got to be more than that. We're crazy. We're insane. That could be more than that. So it, it's it gives the mental institutions a bad name. <laughs> I think it's outside. The people in the buildings are safer than those of us on the outside. Uh, it's it's crazy world, dude. It's but, crazy um, world. So now we're looking forward to some other things. Before mm. we get into the tribe, who's, mm. who's in in warm ups right now. Uh, we got the Cavs, and before, when I first uh, asked you to come on, I think it just the fact that the Beeline was just uh, thinking of not coming back or whatever, yeah. and he didn't, and it's been a completely different team since he's left. Is that because the players now feel they have to do something, or did the players well, dislike him that much? It is uh, what the heck happened with the Cavs? Because they they start off okay, then they just went south and never came back up. He there. tried to coach them with the old fashioned my way or the highway. <clears throat> and I heard a baseball manager. I'm, I wish I could remember who it was, but it's somebody close to my age and you between your age and mine. Now fifties through late sixties, something like that. And he even said the way we treated and coached and managed players in the nineties and eighties are different because you can't treat people that way. And you hear someone say, well, they, you know, they shouldn't be like that. They should listen to their elders. And oh, why isn't it like it used to be in the 1970s? Like we were saying earlier about that before we started uh, recording. Because it just isn't. Yeah. You know, you can jump up and down and say things ought to be this way, this way, and this way. That's the right way. And maybe that's true. But if a plurality of the people want things different and these kids want to be coached differently, Hey, it's a stars league. It's a players well, league. It's, in, a, it's a players N- sport. And the NBA more than any other league. Is they didn't really... dislike him. They just thought he was a mean old fart, basically, to put it in a few words. So they, so they decided not to really play hard for him. No, they didn't listen to him. And they just okay. they thought, oh, pfft. I don't think they hated him or anything. I, they thought he was an old, uh, out-of-touch, mean old fart. Okay. And maybe I'm, he I was. I don't mean to be crude, but. Maybe he was. <laughs> well, it, it's 67, 66 is not a time to try to get it, uh, go coach uh Go to completely change careers. Yeah. Maybe you move to another place in your existing career field. But you don't do something so different, the NBA and college. He was a real big believer in practice, practice, practice. And as you know from the schedule, Dave, the schedule in the NBA, you don't get a lot of days off. No, you do not. Yeah. And I I think somebody told me that uh, Bickerstaff, uh, JB, is like 6'5", 6'6". So he's an imposing guy. Okay. Uh, Beeline was, what, 5'9", 5'10", something like that. And I don't think it's, and I haven't heard this yet, and I'm glad I haven't, but I don't think it's a black-white type thing. I think it's just the way Beeline 
has that automatic to- respect because he played the game. That's all. I mean, uh, uh, JB did. Beeline was just a coach, and he was just thinking like it was the 1970s, and he was in college. Well, right, and the college game is world. different than that, and because because you have to admit the NBA is run, the inmates run the asylum there. It's really you know players, who used to say that player driven. Joe Tate said that all the time. Oh, did he say that all the time? He'd say that before he retired. The great Joe Tate. He said the inmates are running the asylum, but he said, "Boys, that's just the way it is." So the Indian, the Cavs are at a point where, David, they're they're really looking at what their team is going to look like two years, four years, five years from now. But, they're but running a lot of people with a team in that long. Well, no, no, I mean, their younger ones will. The younger ones will. This is not about Kevin Love. Drummond will be 27. He's listed as 26, but he'll be 27 August 10th. Yeah, that's my dad's birthday, August 10th. But it's about Kevin Porter Jr., and it's about Sexton. Uh, it, it could possibly be about... Well, even that uh, Dante Exum uh, is 24. That's almost, that sounds old. But he won't be around. But the Delhi and then, it's about the younger players. The two or three 19 and 20-year-olds are going to be the basis of that team before they're good again. They're a ways away. You know, it's just, so it's just, just the way like it the is. The only time, when Gilbert bought this team, they had LeBron. Then he left. They were complete garbage. He came back. They were competitive. They won a championship. Mm-hmm. LeBron moved on, and they're garbage again, you know. And I realize it's a lot to learn, a lot to, to to make up for with LeBron. But a lot of teams are, a lot of teams are in the same place. But you know. but <clears throat> there's such a vast difference. Mm-hmm. It shows you how fantastic LeBron James was, a once in a generation type talent. And look what you he's know. done. He has. Yeah, he had the worst season he ever had his first year there with the Lakers, and Magic Johnson left, and that's, I think, kind of shocked him. And and uh, they've shaken that, and they have, what, one of the best records in in the... Uh, and LeBron's 30, what, 35? Born 1980, 36? Yeah. Hard to believe. He's, his career's almost over. <clears throat> I like the game. I like basketball in general. The game is different. It's more of a shooter's league, and uh, it's not so much you don't play defense. Um, that's why it's shocking to have Drummond because centers are on the way out. Yeah. But uh, the game's it's, changed. It's like so many things in life. Things are just different than they used to be. And if you if people don't like it, just find another sport. And, you know, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. There's a show on TV I don't like. I just find another one. Find another <laughs> or channel. Or do something yeah. else to do. Yeah. Uh, it, the game's changing just like all kinds of businesses evolve. And entertain, movies are well. You're in the into movies and self-created video. That's changing. Mm-hmm. The old-fashioned formula just doesn't cut it with a lot of people these days. And the NBA is in uh, a transition to more of a run and gun shoot type. Uh, defend later. Well, shoot now. Uh, defend and, later. And I know you don't pay a lot of attention to, but the it seems that the uh, the NFL is now leaning towards a different type of quarterback than they'd always leaned on before. Passing the. Passing slash running quarterback, that the, the quarterback quarter, runs. The quarterback runs is now one of the where before. That means they're going to have bigger quarterbacks that are that can take the pounding, right? I or better built or or yeah. whatever the case is. Absolutely, because once they get out of that pocket, they're a running back. Um, mm-hmm. You can't really protect them as a quarterback in that kind of a situation. Is it they're trying to encourage offense? I 
action. I think what it does is they're doing that to the defenses are so intricate that they're using that to throw the defense off. Okay. Well, that makes and, sense. And just like uh, in Kansas City, their top their top rusher is their quarterback. And uh, that, see that, that even that sports changing. It is. And the old timers probably hate it. Why can't it well, be like well, Y.A. Tittle? Well, did it? well, uh, yeah. Well, remember <laughs> when, you, when you had Jim Brown there? It was a running huh. game, and you didn't pass the ball that much. Because as good old Woody Hayes would say, when you pass the ball, three things could happen, and two of them are bad. You know, no, it, it makes sense. Uh, so it's intercepted or dropped. So, but the, you know, uh, <clears throat> so then the you NBA, up, you're shooting threes. Then, you then, either get three points or you miss seventy percent of. The, you hit thirty-five percent, you're kicking butt. Yeah. From three, but but that means sixty-five percent of the time, or yeah, sixty-five. Yeah. You're missing. So it's it's just different. But Baseball's yeah. changing. Look yeah. at all the strikeouts. Yeah. Used to be having 150 strikeouts a year was a, a thing of shame, but now it's a like, pfft, who cares? And then you had some Different guys world. like who who was it that almost <clears throat> led in strikeouts, but almost led in walks at the same time? Who was that? Uh, it wasn't that long ago. But you know, know, how could I don't? That's just the oddest thing. Does the guy ever get a base hit? <laughs> on base percentage is is I look at on base percentage, but that that's not a big stat. It anymore. isn't anymore, and I don't understand that because. What do they say? The girls like to, like to love the guys that hit home runs. They like the they like the long ball. It's just we're getting older, David. Things are changing. Things cycle. All businesses do. Yeah. You know, uh, somebody just told me today we made somebody was complaining about Wendy's. That he said I. In fact, it was Rick Allen, the radio person I know here in Akron. He said, "Yeah, I stopped for my normal job at Wendy's. I was going to go in and have a quick breakfast before I started at work at nine o'clock." And I got there at 7.30, and they wouldn't let me in. They said, but I can go through the drive-thru. What type of restaurant does that? You know, you can buy it from the drive-thru at 6 o'clock in the morning, but you can't go in the dining room till 9. Yeah. And a friend of mine posted, I used to own a restaurant. 50% of restaurant, especially fast food ad dollars, are through drive-thru, mm-hmm. not sit-down. So yeah. what's my point? Restaurants are changing. Politics yeah. is changing. Baseball's changing. Sports is changing. The internet's changed so much in our world and our everyday life. Yeah. It's just it's the things got to change. And I tell you, to be a happy individual, no matter what your interest, you got to be willing to adapt and roll with the flow. Uh, I still read paper books. You know, I go to the library and get hardbound books. <laughs> but how long is it going to be before those are gone and you have to download on? Well, you guys do a lot on these mini iPads. That we put the information for our volunteers to read, absolutely. But how long will it be before you cannot go to the library and get books? All it is is a big series of hard drives. You don't have all these books. And some people will be ticked off by that, but, you know, you just, you got to learn to adapt. And that's what sports is trying to do. That's why it's so important with this Houston Astros controversy. It it undermines the integrity of the game to the consumers who they want to come and spend money. Right. If people think it's all BS and not real – They'll really take a hit at the box yeah. office, and the, the, as an industry, they and a business, they can't afford it. Because, like you said, people who think it's slow and boring, you speed it up by fifteen or twenty minutes. It's not going to make that it's, big deal. It's still going to be slow and boring to them. This three batter rule is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard in my life. Now, what, what, what was that? When a relief, and there's slight variations of this. A relief pitcher must, if they come in, must face three batters. Oh yeah, yeah. Unless. They, unless the inning is over by facing one or two, and then it's okay. But if they come in with nobody out, for example, mm-hmm. they have to pitch to three batters. They don't have to get three outs. They have to pitch to three batters. If there's so the, 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 the coach is hoping to get three outs. 
Oh, yeah, certainly. <laughs> but this means the specialty uh, pitchers uh, that are good. Uh, ma- what do they call them? Matchup pitchers. Yes, the, the righty-lefties guy. Okay, righty guy against righty, lefty against lefty. Right. They're endangered, excuse me, species. Uh, that's why they sired, the Indians traded for this Class A. Uh, they traded Kluber because he throws 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. The Indians don't have a lot of power arms in the bullpen. They have a lot of guys with good stuff, <laughs> but they throw junk balls. They need power. And this Karinchek guy is also a good chance to stick with the Indians because they throw really hard and they're good against lefties and righties. But the, the rules, the more stupid rules, you're not going to get a 19-year-old to love baseball because the relief pitcher has to pitch this to three people. What, that doesn't even make any sense. How does that really speed up the game? It beats heck out of me. It might save 23 seconds or something like that. Yeah. With the, somebody walking in and out from the bullpen. Because a lot of the guys know when they're going in to face a batter that they're going in to face a batter. Not anymore. I'm just saying. but that, Unless that was... there's two out and they get one out. But it would, it would take some 10 batters to get one out and they give up eight runs. I mean, that's a possibility. Now, I they it... think it's creating offense. Offense is exciting. That's what I've heard is a the, the motivation. Okay. We, uh, they are experimenting. I know it's not, It's they've been playing with it in the minor leagues, and uh, they think, think they're working with it some of the spring. What about the robots calling the strikes yeah. balls? What do you think? I think it's crazy. Yeah. And I'm a technology person. You know I'm into the Internet. I have been for 20 years. Yes. I like new technology, and you are in it, of course. <clears throat> but it, it just destroys the integrity of the game. It just It's not, it's not baseball anymore. I, yeah. I don't know what the point is. Uh, is that going to speed up the game? Is that going to make techies say, "Ooh, let's watch baseball" because they got a robot calling the game? I think. I don't just, think so. I think it'd be more weird than anything else. <laughs> Not good or bad necessarily, just strange. You know, I mean, what if you went in a movie theater and the robot would hand you your popcorn? I mean, I guess that would be okay, but it would just seem weird. That's all I can come up with. Yeah. Uh, but the Cavs, the Cavs have a long way to go. I mean, I heard somebody say something uh, a month ago. It's you look. I'm looking at the roster now. Who would you say is a core player for the Cavs five years from now? They have a hard time. Who do you feel so strongly about that you think they'll be on the team in 2025, four or five years from now? Maybe Darius Garland or Kevin Love. Or not Kevin Love, excuse me, or Sexton. I think in five years, Sexton, they only have a couple more years before his rookie contract is up. You think he's uh, gone as soon as his contract's up? I don't know. Depends on how his career goes. Hey, look what happened to Kyrie Irving. I was reading about the the comparison. (laughs) Terry Pluto wrote a great article in The Plain Dealer over the weekend. And he he said, have you noticed that Kyrie is a great scorer, but no team he ever plays on is better because he's on the team? Right. He showed the statistics to... Well, there win losses when he's there and when you he's saw, not, and the percentage was always higher when he wasn't playing. It's it's crazy, but he had he not made that shot, Cavs wouldn't have had their 2016 that's championship. That's true. That's so, true. I, oh well, it's it's that shot and the LeBron's block. Well, and J.R. Smith had something to do with it, and he did. Yeah, it's really hard. But the next to series, win. he couldn't remember how, how many seconds there were left on the clock. You know, you have a really great. <laughs> you can have a really great team and not win, and that's that same way in baseball. I don't know if that's that way in bas- um, in football, but it's really hard. It's it's not that hard to get in the playoffs if you have a very good team, but it's very hard to go deep. Mm-hmm. And and then these one game playoffs. That's another thing. That's, yeah, that's, that's something that's ridiculous. 
the whole season comes down to one game. Yeah, it should be at least a three game. At least in football, there's 16 games. In baseball, there's 162 games. Right. And it all comes down to one to game. To one game? No. It's bad enough that one game can leave you out of the playoffs, but then you, by one game you make the playoffs, then you have to win one game in order to go in further? That, to, to me, it just didn't make any sense. If I you, think Oakland, the A's, last year, I believe they won 97 games, and they lost the one-game playoff. They won almost 100 freaking games. Yeah. And didn't make the didn't and, go and had they had three games, it might have been all the difference in the world. What if it was Houston? They were playing and Houston was cheating. That's another reason Ooh, to be ticked off. I yes. can't I don't know who they were playing, but what if they played Houston in the last couple of weeks? Yeah. And maybe that's what kept them from there. That's just I don't mean to belabor this and keep going back. No, 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 but but that's that why is. baseball needs to to get on this and get all the all the people in, in one room, all the teams, and say this crap's gotta stop. You're ruining the game that pays us millions of dollars and makes a lot of people happy, a lot of fans. Yeah, we, we got to quit this. Let's leave the corruption to the politicians of all <laughs> of both parties, so nobody's mad. Because I really believe it's both. <laughs> There's so much crap. The BS is so thick. It's a good thing I have boots. The crap, you know what is so deep. Yeah, you know that old expression. Yeah. So. Um, so we really don't. You really don't know what's going on with the Cavs, then, do you? I think this is a weeding out process. They're trying to see who their future is, but it's obvious as you look at this roster. I mean, the people in their mid, late twenties and early thirties are are just the pieces that Darius Garland and Sexton have to play with. They got to have someone to play with. It's a lot like the minor leagues. I asked, in fact, I asked somebody with the Indians in the media relations a few years ago, why do you have all these marginal players? And they said, well, we have two or three potential stars. They, three people can't play a baseball game. They, can, they need other people to have, form the team yeah. so they can grow up around it. It's the same way with the Cavs. Delhi, I love Matthew Delvadova, but he's going to be 30 years old in September. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at your younger guys. Uh, Who's the two couple of people? Um, to me, if they come up with two guards and two backcourt players, uh, or is it front court that's uh, the forwards and car, two forwards or centers and two uh, 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 guards, if they can come up with that, maybe four out of the 15 or 20 players they are running through the system that'll be here in four or five years, I think that's successful. That's what they're doing. They're like mining for gold. You know, the gold rush days. Yeah, but are they're they, filtering but out are the they mining for gold in the silver uh, mine? Well, they might be. Maybe you know? it's not. Enough. <laughs> what, what What's going to be the type player uh, that they can build around and uh, but compete you have, for a champion? But in this, I don't know who that in is. this league in this time, do, do you, do you really have enough shoot. time to, to build? You have such a short window of opportunity. You know? yeah. And does that not come down to the, your, your management of your team? Oh, I don't know whether that's so much. I mean, because when, when Sparky you, Anderson said, "You managers don't do that much. You get it's all about the players. Managers can lose easy, a game. That's an easier for a, a, a successful coach to say. He well, was successful in Cincinnati. He was successful in Detroit. So it's easy to say something like that when you're successful. Look at Francona. He won two championships in Boston. He hasn't won crap here. He's been on. He's been, but he's been to two World Series here. Yeah, close, but no cigar." If the object is to get the cigar. LeBron was with the Cavaliers 11 years. And they have one championship, and they barely got that. Yeah. With the arguably the greatest player of the last 50 years. Yeah. It's just hard. It's just uh, when you have this many teams and that many uh, games, it's just hard. It really is. Yeah. 
Now, the Indians this year, uh, I think they'll be lucky to win 90 games. I really don't feel they have enough offense. Uh, their pitching should be okay. But, uh, boy, the Yankees have had a lot of injuries lately, too. They're yeah. the ones that, that a lot of the prediction magazines thought were going to – the Yankees or Dodgers walk away with it. Hmm. Hey, I know what they could do for the Astros. Take away the World Series trophy and make it a, a very small trash can. <laughs> it would be the World Series tr- Championship trash can. Because yeah, basically it would really be symbolic if they took it away. But if and they, gave them back a trash can. Gave the Astros to take away yeah, their take trophy. And give them a trash can. A trash can. With them yeah. I, I couldn't resist. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the Indians, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't Indians know what to think about them. Year, a second year in a row in the offseason really did nothing. They're rebuilding. They're just not saying they're rebuilding. Okay, talk about the rebuilding thing before we get to the Indians here. Cavs, you What's, mean? What, no, no, no. The, 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 the miners, aren't they decimating? They're about to decimate Taking the miners? Taking 42 teams away. Why? And, uh, because they'd rather take that money and do like with, spend it where the Indians are. The Indians put $5 million in their, to their Dominican Academy. They have 100 players there. They sign them at age 15 or 16. They're desperately poor. Um, they have... Uh, um, they have not barracks. What do they call uh, dormitories? Okay. Uh, they have classes there where they learn English and they they get their their Dominican GED there, and they part of their day is baseball. Uh, they would rather sign a hundred players and spend five million dollars on a hundred players in the academy than have one short season team uh, and spend the five million dollars or four million dollars there. Because they need more, oh, I don't know. They need more more bodies, so to speak. It's again, it's getting back to mining for gold. How many will fall through the cracks and never make it? It's well, and, better. And, and baseball is different because you know many of them go through at least a lot more college than the other players do. The that's, other leagues. That's changing though. Even baseball is starting to, and they're, you know why they're not signing uh, high school players out of the United States as much? Because they don't play baseball as much. Baseball's, baseball is more, football and basketball is more popular in the United States than baseball <clears throat> among teenagers. Baseball's got an age problem. So look at the Indians infield. Catcher, Perez, Latino. Carlos Santana, first baseman, Latino. Carlos Hernandez, second baseman, Latino. Jose Ramirez, third base, Latino. Lindor, Latino. We've got an all-Latino infield. There's nothing wrong with that, but why is that? Because that's where the great players are coming from, because that's, number one, they still love baseball in the Caribbean countries. It's still countries. a religion down there. And it's like a religion. Yeah. It's, you know, baseball is in the Caribbean like football is here in the States, or like hockey is in Canada, or yeah. soccer is in England, yeah. or uh, well, tennis, I guess, would be. Uh, it's just uh, it's just rugby. It's just a different world. Yeah. Talk about a different world. <laughs> uh, so the Indians, uh, in fact, a friend of mine that worked at the radio station here in town with me, in fact, I just talked to him before we came here today, uh, lives in uh, suburban Youngstown. And I said, Mahoning Valley's all but gone. And he said, oh, they're already planning for it. This is their last year. They're, gonna, they're already lining up with the independent league. They've got a beautiful ballpark. It's like a small version of Canal Park. <clears throat> Pardon yeah. me. Excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> because the Indians want to take that money and spend it in other places. It's that simple. So they're, they're going to try an independent type mm-hmm. league? 
Okay. Like the one, there's one in Illyria. Crushers, is that the name okay. of it? Okay, is that what I Lake didn't realize Erie, that. Lake Erie Crushers, is their seventh or eighth year? Because that, that, the captains, is that independent? No, the Lake County Captains is the Midwest League. That's okay, part of baseball. Okay, but the the Lake Erie Crushers, I think it's I Illyria, never heard Lorraine. of them. I'd yeah, never... Google it sometime. Yeah, it's like their sixth or seventh year. They've been in business, and it's Illyria Lorraine. Okay, and it's the Crushers, and they have a little nice little ballpark, couple thousand people, right off uh, I ninety, I believe it is. Okay. I've never been there, but I, I know it people. It sounds like we have. need to make a road trip to It'd be fun. It'd be fun. <laughs> but Mahoning Valley, uh, that's where I first saw Sandy Alomar catch. Really? Yeah, the Sandy. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm dating myself. Victor Martinez. Catch. Okay. Okay. Uh, I saw him catch his first uh, 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 short season baseball in this area. He was there, and then they sent him to, uh, I think he skipped Lake County. Or it might have been before Lake County existed. Yeah, I think it was before. But he, w- yeah. he went to full season A ball the next year. But I actually saw him, and I remember saying, I think my brother was with me. That's going to be the Indians' next catcher. Hmm. Wild guess. Just a wild guess. Yeah. And I'll be Because that's, well. I mean, that's so far down so development big. league. Yeah. Victor was a big man. Yes. Victor was not a small even in, man. No, even in, I mean, he's built more like a fullback <clears throat> than he's a baseball player. He's more like a first baseman or a, or a designated hitter or an outfielder. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Nolan, which is what he ended up being. It was eventually. You know, he did. You know that when they traded him, he cried. Yes, he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave. He loved it here. Yeah. He, and these Latino players love the Indians. I think that's why we might, as crazy as this sounds, we might Lindor might sign a three-year. I was I was ninety gonna, million dollar I was gonna contract. get to that. What you think, you know? Well, I'm starting to hear rumblings and it, it could be true, it could be just a bunch of wishful thinkers that he loves it here so much. He's still relatively young. He'd be less than thirty at the end of three years, because he's twenty six now. And isn't like twenty eight, twenty nine usually the prime of a baseball yeah. player? So I, I th- but who knows? I've also heard over the weekend that he'd love to play for the Cubs and he has friends there, so we'll just have to see. Um, wow. Okay. But, but at least the the Indians' new way of competing is we've tried it the existing way. We've tried to out scout the Yankees and the bigger market teams, right? And with the traditional uh, four levels of full season ball and then two levels of short season here in America, we'd rather take the money we're spending on Mahoning Valley and put it into our Dominican Academy. So rather than have twenty players at or twenty five at uh, uh, Mahoning Valley, we can have one hundred and fifty in the Dominican for the same League money. for the same money, and we have our own farm developing the way we want. We teach them English. We're giving them a step up. And if eighty percent of them fail, what if we get another Lindor? Yeah, they're just they're they're planting more seeds so they can harvest more stuff. That's all. It's that simple. So so do you is are those the teams that are being eliminated? The the Mahoning Valley's the. It's below. Ones, it's below a ball. It's oh yeah, instru- it's, it's short called, season. Uh, it's short league? season a ball. That's called instructional league, right? No, no, no. No, it's no? short season a ball. Oh, so short season a ball. Okay. Okay, so so those are the teams that are going to be disappearing. Mm-hmm. Forty-two. Forty-two of them. So that's what about two? <clears throat> not quite two per per team, right. pretty much. Some. Uh, Major league teams have uh, the Indians have six. Yeah, I don't know how the Yankees actually could the Indians, afford it. <laughs> the Indians have seven te- minor league teams: uh, Columbus, uh, Akron, Lynchburg, which is below Akron, Lake County, Mahoning Valley, and they have two leagues in the Arizona League. They have two teams in the Arizona Short Season League. Really? 
That's why they want to. That's why they're they're getting rid of Lake County. So they can, uh, not Lake County. Pardon me. They're getting rid of Mahoning Valley. Okay. So they can take that four to five million a year and invest it into their Dominican Academy. 150 players drafted for that money versus 25 or 30 at Mahoning Valley. It's the same money. They're just using it differently. Okay. And take more shots. Yeah. You'll miss more, but you also have a chance of hitting more, scoring more. It's that simple. Yeah, did it pretty far, pretty fascinating. I read a pretty long article about that in Baseball America. It's pretty interesting. It's a new way of doing it. They figure we're we're stacking the odds. Yeah, more of those hundred and fifty players will never make it. But what if the next Francisco Linder comes? Right, right. Then it's worth it. Uh, and I think they'll also be stronger because they're signing these kids at fifteen, sixteen years old. They can arrive at Double A at nineteen. And be one year away from the majors mm. at twenty. Yeah. So they're speeding up the development. The because these guys have been process. because they've been playing since they're fifteen years. They signed a fourteen year old in the Dominican. In the Dominican. Yeah. Because it's considered a school, not a baseball camp. Oh. Because, okay. And they actually do give them instruction, and they give them uh, medical attention, all the medical attention they need. It's really kind of a neat thing that they're doing. A good thing for these people in these desperately poor countries. Right. And baseball, like you said, it's like a religion. It is, yeah. It's a passion to them. Yeah. So who would you rather have? Some spoiled kid that, you know, middle-class kid from town X who went to a college and has some skills, or somebody that's loved baseball since they were three years old? sleeps and dreams it, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Same way with employees in a company. Somebody that's passionate, maybe they don't have the talent, but man, oh man, they live it. And uh, sleep it and eat it, and yeah, they have a chance. Look at like a guy like Francona. Yeah, you know he if the injuries hadn't hurt him, how far could he have gone? He was a number one draft choice. How for the Expos? How far could Francona have gone? Yeah, but he became a damn good manager. He did. Well, he certainly knows the game. You know, and he pretends to be Stu. I get all the uh, the uh, I get the email uh, videos of. Francona's press conference. That's why I don't have to read the paper because that's that's the, basically what the newspaper is the next day. They take the quotes from that. So I get the emails with the with the links to the video of Francona's press conferences every day. Francona pretends to be stupid. This humble, me, you know, ah shucks. He's one sharp cookie, as Grandpa yes. used to say. He knows the game. He's 60, 61 years old, born in 59. Okay. Um he knows what he's doing. We're very, 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 very fortunate, very lucky to have him. Yes, we are. And the Indians, you didn't bring this up, but we, another friend and I were talking about this, and I said, you know, all the complaining people do about the cheapness of the Dolans, my God, they're the best owners in town of the three teams. They are. Yeah. Uh, you know, great mystery. It's nice that uh, that the Cavs owner will spend money, but he meddles with his his front office. He, he does. won't leave him alone. Right. And Jimmy Haslam is just some hayseed. Well, it, it doesn't who, know what the hell been he's through, doing. Who's, who's been had this team for six years now, and he's had what four general managers. Yeah. No one's lasted three years, uh, and and he's had more coaches than that as well. And, Both teams, the Browns and the Cavs. Yeah. So it's it's just there can be no consistency because there's no patience for the team to work its way through. How would you like to be a general manager with the Cavs or Indians? No. And I no, use the, I don't know if they call that in football general manager, but you know you never have any you don't have real authority. You can't do your job. Right. That's why they have a hard time getting quality people in my opinion because people don't want to come here. 
mm-hmm. because you know a real champion. You can always get players uh, here for money, and you right. get. But but when you're searching for coaches or general managers, and they're telling you, well, no, thank you, take my name off the list. What does that say for your that's, organization? That's very telling. Anybody that has championship talent in any kind of management position or players, they just want to do their job. Yeah. They don't mind being having their foot held, feet held in the fire. If they screw up, they'll be the first to admit it. But give them the freedom to do their job. And, the, and right. Jimmy Haslam, and God bless him, Dan Gilbert, and his checkbook, he won't do it. They want to get in there and nose around. Well, what if somebody here was coming in here constantly telling you how to do your job? You know, got to do this, got to do that. You think, my God, man, if you don't like me, fire me. Otherwise, leave me alone. <laughs> I can't like figure out what I do here yet. So, <laughs> I had a, when I when I was sales manager, this is oh God in the eighties. I did it two or three years. Everybody's heard it from this area of WKDD. Well, they had an AM station called Whistler thirteen fifty. Good old Whistler. Yeah, it was Jay country. Bergrenin. Country music before it went to FM. I was sales manager there a little over two years. I had the best boss in the world. He gave me my goals, gave me parameters, and left me alone for a year. And we have a once-a-year meeting. He'd say, you did great in this, you did great in that, I'd like to see you improve in that. Go do it. Yeah. That was fantastic. To have somebody constantly looking over your shoulder, like Jimmy Haslam does with the Browns and their upper management, yeah. or the Cavs, can you see why nobody wants to, like you were just saying, can you see why really talented people don't come there? Yeah. You don't get top talent, you don't have top team. It's yeah. that easy. Why did LeBron leave twice? Again, God bless Dan Gilbert for willing to spend money. But he gets in there, he just can't resist. He can't tinkering. Screwing around yeah. with it. Leave it alone. Yeah. You know. It's, it's, uh, uh, and it's annoying to the fans, too. Sure because it is. When I hear people say how cheap the Dolans are, they have $250 million in annual revenues as of a couple years ago. The Yankees have $700 million. How do you compete on an equal footing? Right. And that's, and that's one thing I talk about, uh, you know, I'm constantly in an argument with the good captain about, and he says they're cheap, cheap, cheap. They won't spend. I said, now wait a minute, it's this two different universes playing in the same in the same two hundred fifty million, seven hundred million. You know, and you're and, playing and, the same game. He says, well, they should take it out of their pocket. He says, well, no, nobody in the Yankees are taking it out of their pocket. He says, well, anything that they spend is actually out of their pocket. The Yankees no. have a pocket to take it out of because right. they have the revenue. Yeah. The, the people assume that if you have a, a business worth, if, like if you have a house, let's say your house is valued at two hundred thousand. That's supposedly what ours is, two hundred thousand, and you owe a hundred thousand. Ah, you cheap bastards! Why don't you get it? Blah 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 blah. It's worth two hundred thousand. What's well, only worth it if you sell it? Yeah. Then you have to live somewhere. It's only worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. In if the first you, place, and you know. if you could buy, uh, if you were a billionaire and could buy a team in L.A., Chicago, New York. Or Cleveland, or Pittsburgh, or Cincinnati. Where would you go? Where's your greatest profit potential? Is, hey, nobody wants to hear this. Right, we're the, lucky to have the teams we have. We, we are. People aren't exactly killing themselves to come to Cleveland. No. Now the new tech industry, thank God, is. But it's just we're not a hot business area. So, so, so. explain. So, so it doesn't just come from me. Why the Yankees have seven hundred million and the Indians have two hundred twenty million? Revenue market, uh, they they draw from about a ten county area that has twenty million people, and the Indians draw from an eight or ten county area that have three million people. Yeah, I mean, and so the cable have, it, because it, it is really local media. 
It's level the, the, driven. Uh, driven, and and you can and you have competing cable networks in New York, and that, satellite, independent satellite as well. That that are, that want the Yankee. They games, want to reach that twenty million which is, which potential is, customers, and, and the networks that do the shows do end up on network. Well, they want the Yankees, and they want the the, the Yankee Boston, which is why Yankees in Boston never play during the week. They always play on weekends. Why? That's what the networks want. Well, the networks are powerful because that's ad dollars. Absolutely. The more people that watch your game, the more money per game you're going to get for advertising. Yep. I mean, will 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 Goodyear pay more to reach 20 million people or 3 million people? Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, you don't have to be an advertising expert to understand that. Yeah. You could get a thousand customers or ten customers that both that all spend the same amount of money. We're well, going to make more money with a thousand that spend the same amount of money than than ten or fifteen or fifty or a hundred, whatever. It's just. Nobody wants to hear this, but it is all about uh, uh, economics. I hope someday baseball gets a uh, salary cap, but I don't know if I'll be around to see it. And and actually, <clears throat> even though the Yankees are opposed to it, salary cap just means what you can spend on a team, not necessarily what you can make on your team. No. You, you, I mean, it's like because football has this – because they have national contracts. Mm-hmm. More than any other sport, they have national contracts – Everybody gets basically the same amount of money until you get further into playoffs and things like that. So, it's a good incentive to be good, isn't it? Well, it is. You'd think. Except that you'd think. Except that you know, they have a salary cap, which is under the money they make. And if you're under your salary cap and you're making that much more, why should you ever bother to try to be better by trying to spend your team up? Understand. And and I know that, that I know there must be some kind of a and I don't know what it is, but there's a minimal amount a team has to spend because basketball has that as well. They have the salary cap, but they also have a minimal amount of money you must spend mm. um, on on your team. But football, it is literally a license to print money because here's your television contracts way up here, and here's what your salary cap is below that. Yep. So you're automatically making money just from television, let alone the sales the, and, and the, the, the all the different jerseys and the food and everything else that you that you get that goes along with it. It is literally a Remember what they said about Modell? Or was it about Art Modell? That you'd have to be an idiot to lose money having an NFL franchise? Which is why they eventually Was it about him they him. talked about? I, I, I think... I, I don't think they really had the national contracts then the way they do now. But they but still that were guy, making billions of dollars. They, they were. And, and this guy was... Taking out loans to pay his players. Who was the guy, the most recent Browns owner before Haslam? What's his name? Uh, 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 wasn't it uh, uh, Lerner? Al Lerner. Yeah. Well, the, Al Lerner was okay. His son didn't really want the team, but inherited it. Wasn't he from Youngstown? The uh, Lerners. I'm, I'm not a football. Youngstown fan or Cleveland or something like that. I think it was Cleveland. But another screw up. I really feel sorry for Browns fans. I mean, they haven't been good in so long. And the Cavaliers had one championship with in 11 years with a legendary player. The Indians, you made a good point before we started. They have been consistently in the playoffs. But I was born uh, a week after the Indians' last World Series ring mm-hmm. in late 48. I'll be 72 in November if I live that long. Hopefully I will. Be around and drive my brother crazy and everybody else. <laughs> but that's a long time to go 70 years, 71 years without yeah. championships. Yeah. Um, where would we be if we had an owner, a cheapskate owner? 
the, the Dolans aren't as cheap. They're playing within the, the amount of money they have to spend. And right. again, you don't know if they're worth billions of dollars personally. They're lawyers. Lawyers don't all make billions. They may make thousands or millions of dollars, but they don't make billions. Yeah. When you have one player getting $30 million, you know, that's that's absurd. That's more than 10% of what the Indians' gross revenue is. Right. It's just, I'm not, I'm not saying you feel sorry for them, but they don't have unlimited money to invest in product. Right. They've got to have some that, profit. But it's not that the Yankees are taking money out of out of Steinbrenner's Oh, God, pocket. no. He's, They're he's, making he's, he's, money. They're so profitable. Yeah. You know, it, they may spend $200 million on payroll and the Indians spend ninety. But they they have seven hundred and fifty million in, in total revenues versus the Indians two fifty. Yeah, you know they still they're making three four five hundred million a year gross. After expenses, they're making that. <laughs> Cut me off a piece of that. I would take that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying they don't they don't deserve it. They right. do deserve it. But to, to be mad at the what they ought to be mad about is the players' association that refuses to allow a salary cap. Is that is that the big, the, they're the they're biggest the stumbling block? That's what I've always heard from well, everybody. I, I know you know what? I, I, you know, again, Bill was a, a union negotiator, and he said, you know, salary caps are like the owner saying, "Please, please, help save us from ourselves." You know, because yeah. the owners don't have to pay that. But if the owners agree not to buy, like two years ago, and they didn't really spend except a couple of players got not last year got big money. And everybody else was kind of left in the dark. Remember, they threatened lawsuits. They threatened lawsuits over that. Why? Over collusion. You know, so if the owners do it on their own, it's collusion. But but if they don't do it, it's the players say, oh, the owners say, oh, save me from myself. You know, a big example of that in everyday life, anybody can relate to this that owns a car, gas prices. I have a buddy that just goes nuts over that. He said, you know, why is it gas goes up at, uh, at one station and the next chain goes up the, the same afternoon? Right, and why and is it? And, and the, and the production gas, goes and the up. Gas was delivered and paid for the week before. And oil prices, but <laughs> have some tragedy in the Middle East, and the next day it goes up. Well, like you just said, that gas is already in the tank. Yeah. Why did they do it? Cause because they, they're because they can. Because they can. Because they can. Yeah. You know. Sometimes you just gotta enjoy the these teams. In, excuse me, in the various sports, despite their flaws. The Browns are are dysfunctional and goofy, and I, I don't and know enough. It comes from the top down. The problem is well, if the top were so dysfunctional, and now, and I know you don't follow football, but now they were almost back to the same management that got them a record of of one in thirty one. Okay, they're almost back to that same exact management, and so what's that going to do? You know, and make a lot more be, Steelers be fans you, here. He, he, what I did, well, I'm, I'm moving to Buffalo, but uh, yeah. what what I did is, you know, when they fired Dorsey, who may have made the mistake of hiring Freddie Kitchens. However, and we won't find out for years, I feel he was they, he was kind of, because I had heard things before that they were afraid they were going to lose Freddie Kitchens. So I think they were kind of, the ownership was kind of strong-arming him into giving him very strong consideration. So if they were strong-arming him and then they fire him because of that, that's wrong because... This is the only general manager we've had that in his short tenure did really improve the quality of the players on this team. Not necessarily of the people, but of the players. Mm-hmm. And and no. once he was gone and thrown out for that reason, when I think he was really kind of even forced into it, 
I said, I'm done. I, I'm not, back to I'm the not same a fan old anymore. Junk. And, and, yeah. and here's the thing. Now we have a coach who's never been a head coach before. He was in contention last year. He had three games experience as an offensive coordinator at that point where Freddie had six or, or he had five more, something like that. They're back in a trainee situation. And, and, and then, Learn and, on the job. And now you've got an offensive coordinator who'd never been an offensive coordinator before. I'm not sure the defensive coordinator had been a defensive coordinator before. Everybody's got brand new jobs. You've got no stability here. And you, you, this year, as I told everybody, I'm not excited about this team at all and won't. I will watch them, but I, but as it was last year, I was watching them motionless. You couldn't tell from me after the game if they won <clears throat> or if they lost because my heart is no longer in this team because of the way that they run this organization. Because yeah. I feel that next year, in December, or shall we say early January, you're gonna your your coach is gonna be gone, and therefore all your coaching staff is gone, and maybe the GM will be gone too. How could an owner be as successful in business as Jimmy Haslam with the Browns and Dan Gilbert of the Cavs? Multimillionaires, if not billionaires. How could they be so good in business and so absolutely stupid? In the in the business they bought into pro sports, it, why don't they check their ego they, at the Because door? they that's it. It's an ego thing, and they just didn't know what uh, which end which end was what when it came to thinking they knew more about football than people who had done it their whole lives. I don't want to get into that too much. We yeah. still have a little bit of time. We need to talk a little bit about. Uh, the tr- we've talked a little bit about the tribe, but we haven't really talked about what this whole team will look at. 85 to 90 wins, make the playoffs, don't go deep, because they, they're they rebuilding. But they're always rebuilding. Well, that's in a team, in a sport, with no salary cap and competitors with double and triple the revenue. This is why they're going to this Dominican Academy. They're trying to sign 150 players for $5 million rather than put 50, $5 million into Mahoning Valley. Okay. Okay, as we just have a few minutes left, Tim, let's take a look at uh, the positions and the position players we have and where you think our strengths are and our weaknesses are. Let's take a look uh, at that. Infield, definitely stronger than the outfield. But basically, uh, Roberto Perez catching Carlos Santana at first. Uh, newcomer Cesar Hernandez at second. Uh, Jose Ramirez at third. Frankie Lindor at short, uh, although they'll probably trade him. Uh, if they're out of it, it wouldn't shock me to see him trade him at the trading deadline. Uh, he, he ain't staying. Uh, that's just unless maybe the rumors I hear about thirty million a year for three years, and he'd take it because he wants to be here. I don't know. Jordan Luplo probably will be the starting left fielder, especially against right-handed, uh, left-handed hitting pitching. Orlando Mercado will be the primary center fielder, uh, and Domingo Santana, the newcomer, uh, ex uh, White Sox, ex um, uh, Mariner, probably play right. Uh, Franmil Reyes uh, will be the DH. He'll do some right field also. He's married to a girl from the Cleveland area, oh, by okay. the way. I okay. didn't realize that. Uh, Delino DeShields uh, probably will be a backup. And uh, probably their, their second, they're allowed 26 players this year, okay. not 25. Jake Bowers, if he isn't sent to AAA, will be the outfielder uh, slash first base backup. And uh, Mike Freeman will probably be the utility infielder outfielder. Now, there's one name I didn't hear in there, and I just saw something in the paper about him yeah. not long ago. Bradley Zimmer. Hoping oh, to... he'll be a triple A. Because he, he hasn't played much of the last two years. Okay. Is he? Now, I, I he's know. Gonna be, he's going to be 27. 
He's, he's not 20, really. We're super young. And and for basically, isn't he almost of the Grady Sizemore ilk? He plays so hard that he gets hurt. Yep. Is that what it is? I read a couple of years ago in the Baseball Preview magazine, an opposing general manager said, Zimmer, he d- he doesn't think he'll he'll ever be a star. Well, he's 27. It doesn't give his date of birth. But he's 27 already. Yeah. And if you're just trying to make it at 27, late bloomers come and go, but they're rare. But his problem has been his injuries. As injuries, much- too. And the, 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 like the writer said, the, the general manager said, he just doesn't have that high a ceiling. He has a lot of effort. He has speed. Wasn't one of these guys that always excels so much? He's like one of these four, he's a four of these four A players that you referred to, which means he's better than AAA, but he's not quite major league. Is that what he is? Maybe he's a good fourth outfielder. I don't think uh, uh, what's the outfielder, Greg Allen. I think he'll be in Columbus. I don't see a place for him on the Indians. Mm -hmm. He's a switch hitter, but he doesn't hit well from the right hand side. He hits mainly left hand side. Has great speed, good defensive, but he can't hit. Part of the reason could be he never gets enough repetitions. Maybe Greg Allen be a type of person like Zimmer that would be best served with a trade to an organization where he can play. And that, that could be. But how much is he worth because he doesn't get to play? Well, I mean, maybe they'll trade him for another position. Some Maybe they need somebody at AAA, and they'll let him. They'll trade him for somebody where he'll get a second chance with another organization, mm-hmm. like the Orioles right. or somebody okay. like that, where he's a better fit. He's just right place, wrong time. Uh-huh. Or whatever. And as far as pitching, you know who it's going to be. I mean, as soon as uh, uh, Clevenger comes back, he'll anchor it, uh, followed by Bieber. Uh, then Carrasco hopefully is healthy. And then, then it'll be probably Pletko and Savali. Uh, the Indians are very excited about former number one draft choice Tristan McKenzie. Probably start at Columbus. He's 6'5, David. 170. He's a string bean. They are very <laughs> excited about well, isn't, him. Isn't that what Randy Johnson was when he first well, came? I think he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Only this guy. I mean, he, he built a little meat on him over the years, but he was... Uh... There's another guy they have who's 6'6", Sam Hentges, H-E-N-T-G-E-S. I never say it right. Throws nearly 100 miles an hour. He's a left-hander. Talk a left-handed 100-mile-an-hour thrower? Yep. Starting pitcher. Very excited. He probably will start at Akron. Had a terrible record. He was like 5-18 and 18 last year. Is it a On control a, problem? Uh, he, he's basically that, and he played for a team that wasn't good defensively. He gave up a lot of unearned runs. But they say that between him and McKenzie and this Daniel Espino, who was our number one draft choice two years ago, the Indians could have the next three dominant major league pitchers. But there are now, that will always give them a chance, but you still got a hit of the ball too, right? I t- tell you what, Francona even said it. He said, give me a choice of a baseball team that hits 250 that has great pitching rather than somebody that hit a team that hits 290 and has mediocre starting pitching. Yeah. It's a pitching game. Yeah. I love offense too, but pitching wins championships. Yeah. That's well, for the Indians' defense. defense wins. There you go. Keep the Off- other team from scoring. Offense fill the stadiums and defense wins games. And the best way to, to win is get rid of your owner if he meddles and get people to keep other people from scoring. But we can't vote on an owner, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you can with your pocket, <laughs> with your pocketbook and wallet. Just stay yeah. away. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Well. But thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, Tim, it. thanks so much for sitting in, getting a whole different view on things and, and uh, not beat up for my coffee. Thank you so much. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see everyone. Uh, the good captain will be back next week, and we'll see everyone next week back on Sports Sidebar.